guys, it's going on. It's your girl Ty here. We're staying for together individual entertainment. Um, first of all, I would like to apologize for not keeping up with you on this reading because, um, just a reminder, I'm working two jobs and I'm trying to keep up with most of the things I can on my days off, but sometimes it's hard, especially when uh, you got one job on the one day and then the next day you got a second one. So I'm, I'm trying to like keep up with as much as possible, so I really am sorry about that. Uh, but as a reminder, you can follow me on YouTube and you can follow me on this podcast, Anger.fm, uh, which you can also create your own podcast on Anger.fm. You can name anything you wish. You can talk about anything you want, uh, which I'm going to be great for anyone who wants to do something while they're stuck in the house. Um, Okay, so today I am going to get into chapter 2 of Sage and the Journey to Wish World, uh, which is a reminder to Star Darling Adventures, so let's get started. How do I look? Cassie asked shyly. Sage only took one last look in the mirror and turned to face her roommate. Beautiful, she told her. Cassie was wearing a sheer white dress embroidered with a sprinkling of silver stardust. The waist was cinched with a white silver sash tied in the back of back in a big bow. Underneath she wore a simple glimmering silver slip. On her head was a wide headband of glowing moons and stars. Glitter slippers completed in the ensemble. You look lovely too, Cassie Emma told Sage. Star salutations, replied Sage. She felt magical. Although her usual style of a dress was simple and comfortable, she absolutely loved the floor-length dress and its layers upon ruffled layers of the softest lavender fabric. She admired the sheer bell sleeves and smoothed her braids, threaded with the tiniest twinkling lights she had ever seen. The two girls headed to the star quad. Before she knew it, Sage was separated from Cassie, swept away in a sea of students, all smiling and laughing. It seemed as if everyone, even the girls who had the hardest time saying goodbye to their families, was delighted to be at Starling Academy and thrilled to be in her fancy vest. There were girls in ball gowns and dresses with long trains and other huge ruffles that spilled down their fronts. They wore jeweled tiaras, fluffy bows, and hats all of all shapes and sizes. A fascinator with flowers, a towering bright pink top hat with a face and obscuring net, Sage felt like she was part of a big happy festive party. As they all slowly made their way into the star quad, a girl with long shiny hair, the same shade as pink as cotton candy, stumbled on her long train and momentarily clutched Sage's arm for support. Isn't this exciting? She cried, looping her pink skirt over her arm. Sage nodded. It was actually the very definition of exciting. In her opinion, finally everyone was gathered in the star quad. A tall, regal-looking woman stepped onto the stage. She had sparkling olive skin and bright red lips and wore a long, flowing midnight blue gown with enormous sleeves that shimmered like the heavens at night. A single golden star sat in the middle of the forehead, but it was her head headdress that really took Sage's breath away. A galaxy of star clusters around her head, neck, and shoulders spinning and glittering 
a hush fell over the crowd. I'm Lady Stella, said, she said. Although she needed no introduction, she was so famous as headmistress of the most prestigious school in all of Starland that, that her name was often in her hallowed papers and her face on the news. So truly obsessed girls, even dressed up like Lady Stella, on like giving day, the holiday celebrating the first Saturday at the time of new beginning. When Starling children dressed up in costumes and went door to door distributing newly bloomed flowers, every student in the room had gone through the same rigorous process in the hope of attending Starling Academy. Application forms, essay testing, recommendations, only a small percentage of those who applied were granted an interview with the headmistress. And an even smaller percentage of girls were accepted. Starling Academy had a 100% attendance rate. Every student who was admitted chose to enroll every year. Lady Stella continued welcome to Starling Academy and student procession. It is time honored tradition for our newest students to dress in their finest clothes and walk through the campus to be received by students and faculty. We welcome you into Starling Academy community and congratulate you on your acceptance. We thank you for joining us in this pursuit of knowledge and positive wish energy. She raised her arms, let the procession begin! A marching band began to play, and the girls started the procession. Teachers and a second, third, and fourth year students, also dressed in their finest clothes, lined up along the walkways and leaned down from windows and balconies. The cheer stage spotted a student dressed almost entirely with, in black, with a scent of hot pink standing apart from others. Iridescent bubbles filled the air, releasing the sweet scent of glimmerberries as they popped there was something so special so amazing about being a part of the experience when the new students passed in the big dipper door girls standing on the balcony cheered showering them with flower petals that changed color as they floated down and disappeared when they hit the ground welcome new students appeared in the sky in glimmering scripts Sage grinned as she took in a dizzy beauty of the scent. I will remember this forever, she thought. After the procession, the students were led into the auditorium where Sage settled into a plush seat. Very comfy, she thought, as she softly bounced up and down. Just then, she remembered something. Hey, where's Cassie? Sage and craned her neck and looked around the room. She spotted her roommate several rows behind her, wearing a serious expression, her arms folded tightly across her chest. Sage and gave Cassie a huge wave and pointed into the empty seat next to her. But the seat was immediately filled by a girl with pale blue hair with bangs and French dress of the same exact color. Sorry said Sage Emma pleasantly. But this scene is taken? Yeah, said the girl, an unpleasant smile her face by me. Sage Emma was fuming, but she decided to let go. 
She turned back to Cassie and had shrugged. Everyone in the audit spoke in a hushed voice and sat up very straight, well aware of the significance of the starting. Some of the girls were already whispering together, as if they had been friends forever. Sage and I felt a stab excitement it was possible that somewhere in the room was her future best friend, but then she thought her future biggest enemy could be there too. The crowd burst into a thunderous applause as Lady Stella stepped onto the stage. Welcome to Starley Academy, Lady Stella began. I hope you enjoyed the welcome procession. You are an extremely exceptional group of students. Almost every girl in our star who has reached the age of fulfillment applies for a spot in Starley Academy. You all worked very hard to get here, and we are happy to have you. Sage felt a flush of pride, simply sitting there in the auditorium was already an accomplishment, and now you are about to begin the most important work of your lives, Lady Stella paused, as we all know, you are here to begin your training to become wish granters. Once your education is complete, you will be on your way to collecting prestigious wish energy that keeps Starlin operating. She paused and nodded. As you also know, wishlings make many wishes. She continued as they are about to blow out their birthday candles. Sage sniffed appreciatively as the smell of chocolate cake filled the room. On a shooting star streaking across the sky, Lady Stella added, The lights went out of the ceiling, twinkled with a star light and a bright flash filling the sky. She continued, as they blow on a dandelion, gone to seed, Sage reached up and touched on one of the small white tufts that appeared and danced around the room. As they tossed a coin into the fountain, students squealed as they were sprinkled with cold water droplets. And I don't need to tell you that the wishes of wishling children, in particular, are the purest and produce the greatest amount of energy. The headmistress nodded and continued. As everyone knows, when a wish is made, it turns into a glowing wishor, invisible to the wisher's eye. The wish rapidly flies under the heavens to Starland. When the wishor arrives, it is collected by a wish catcher, who determines or determines whether it is a good wish or a bad wish, or an impossible wish. The good wish are sprouted in a pretty sparkling stems and are brought to the wish house, where they are tended to and observed by trained wish washers. It can take anywhere from a few starmen to a few star years for a wish to be ready to be granted. That is when it emits the most wonderful magical glow it is the most amazing sight to see, even if a starling has seen it a thousand times. When a wish orb is presented to an appropriate starling for a wish fulfillment, once a good wish is granted and the wish energy collected, a wish orb transforms into a unique and beautiful wish blossom. The bad wish orb on the other story, they sprout stems and don't sparkle. 
they immediately transport it into a special containment center. As only they are very dangerous and might not be granted, impossible wish or sprout stems that sparkles with unbearably bright light. They are taken to a special area of the wish house with tinted windows to cut down on the glare and produce. They are monitored in hopes that one day they can be turned into good wishes that are within our power to help Grant here. A Starling Academy, we have to stay in the art practice wish house, where you will learn to do exactly that. Sage rolled her eyes. Every Starling toddler knew that stuff boring. She sighed and turned around to look at Cassie. Surely she was feeling restless too. But Cassie was completely focused on the headmistress, with the same very serious expression on her face. Unable to catch on her roommate's eye, Sage looked around the room. She spotted a girl whispered into her seatmate. Her orange hair was done in a beautiful, upswept style. The girl must have sent someone eyes on her. Because she turned around, caught Sage staring and stuck out her tongue at Sage. Sage and didn't know whether to laugh or be mad. She quickly looked away, but what a saucy starling and Sage turned her attention back into her headmistress, sorry, who was still talking. And I am so happy to report that this year's class is the most talented yet. Be prepared to study hard, learn a lot, and accomplish great things, and soon you will be on your way to graduating and become wish granters. Lady Stella concluded, Are there any questions? Sage raised her head. The headmistress shaded her eyes. Yes, she said. Where do we get started? When do we get started, actually? She asked. Head swiveled around, and there were a couple of giggles. Sage barely noticed. And what is your name, my dear? Lady Stella asked. Sage, she replied. The headmistress smiled and nodded, as if she had known that all along. Before you know it, Sage, she said. Before you know it? Lady Stella clapped her hands together. So now, everyone, take out your stars apps. You will be meeting in a small group for a formal orientation. You will receive messages telling you where you need to go. She placed her communicator on her lap and stared at the blank screen expectantly. I'm group one, shouted a girl. Me too, said another. Sage looked over her shoulder. The girl sitting in front of her, the girl's screen lit up. Group three, it said. Then report to the Constellation Classroom 313. Sage and Will watched in dismay as girl after girl received her assignment and headed into her classroom. Some joining up with fellow classmates and chattering excitedly, still her screen remained manually blank. Finally, it lit, lit up. SD? She stared at the letters. Her brow appeared that made no sense. What does that mean? She wondered. The next message read, report to the headmistress office. Sage nodded. Headmistress office? Now things were getting interesting. The girl 
sitting next to Sage and appeared down at Sage's communicator from beneath her long, pale blue bangs. SD, she said. What does that stand for? She turned her to the girl next to her and elbowed her in the side before Adeline snot. I know. Super dorky? Sage thought fast. Actually, it means supremely delightful. She encountered the girl paused for a moment. So doubtful, she finally crowded, observantly pleased with herself. Well, you are most definitely not going to be my new best friend, thought Sage. As only she stood and pushed her way past the girl and headed down the aisle. Sage jumped as a cold hand reached out and grabbed her elbow. She spun around, ready for another conversation, but it was Cassie. Biting her lip and looking worried, Sage, she said, I just got weird message, and I'm not sure what to think. SD? asked Sage. Cassie's face bright. Yes, you too? she asked. Me too, replied Sage, with a non- Superstar, Cassie said, looking very relieved. I think it must be something good, mused Sage. Cassie blinked. I, I hope so, she said, but I'm a little worried. What if we're in trouble or something? She laughed. How funny. That had never even crossed her mind. Only time will tell, she said. She leaned down slightly to link her arms with her roommate. And the two walked to the headmistress office together. It was nice only to face the unknown with someone familiar. But your side, even if you had just met her for the first time, a short while earlier, she even, even if she ate a strange snacks and had a weird closet issue, even then. Alright, so that was chapter 2. I hope you guys enjoyed. I cannot wait to then get into chapter 3 with you guys. And then hopefully, I will then do a video of what is to come for Sage and the rest of the classmates in one of the episodes that I'm going to be doing on YouTube. So check me out on YouTube for the read-along of Wisher's Guide to Starland. And keep following me on Anchor.fm, YouTube, and Facebook. I cannot wait for this heat to be over. I don't know if you knew, but we have reached 103 or 104 degrees for the first time ever this past weekend. So I'm trying to stay cool. I'm trying to stay positive. I'm trying to do whatever means necessary. But I hope you're staying cool as well. Because in a way, I really, really cannot wait to see you guys get out there in a swimming pool in an amusement park or something. Because Sandcastle, as I said before on my YouTube page sandcastle here in west homestead of allegheny pa is opened so get ready for some swimming fun in the water and a whole bunch of other things so i really cannot wait to see you out there bye